This episode of Truth Table is brought to you by Truth Table. By Truth Table. Black women's musings on life, love, and liberations everywhere where books are sold. Online, in the stores, at your mama's pop bookstore. Go buy our book. Everywhere. Period. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Truth Table, midwives of culture for grace and truth. I'm Akemini. And I'm Christina. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, C. How you doing, girl? I am doing. Now, first of all, you know that the seasons are changing around this country that we live in. So... I, you know, you know how we feel about the summertime. You know how we feel about, know. you know, the sun and all the things and the sun is sunning, but I'm a little bit in denial. I'm, I'm dressed as if we walking into fall soon. That's, that's how I'm dressed. Because that's where we're going. We, <laughs> that's where we're walking into. You know, the sisters, they know we're their uh, bootleg meteorologists. They know. That. We are. We are bootleg meteorologists <laughs> over here. That's for sure. How, how are you? How are you doing? Listen, I'm sad. I am sad about summer leaving because I, like, I feel like I was just getting into the flow, you know, and then they're like, okay, the kids are going back to school. I was like, wait, what? They are? Oh, my goodness. Spoken as one that does not have children, clearly. And so... <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, that means the seasons are changing, but it's all to the good. You know, um, you know, with the with the incoming of the fall, you know that means that we are actually toward the tail end of Truce Table season ending. Wow. Well, we have had a phenomenal season with phenomenal guests. So I am mm-hmm. really, really excited about who we have at the table. Now, y'all I mean, know, right. y'all know this is a table built by black women and for black women. But we love the brothers, and we have the brothers stop by from time to time. And we so, do. I, we do, right? Don't we? I mean, we can run down, we can run down the roll call now. We Lecrae and Ben back, back a few times. He's a cousin. He's a cousin. We didn't had uh, Dr. Jeremiah Hopes at the table. Listen, the brothers be coming through. And so I'm so happy to have Eric Thomas, author of UOU, at the table. With truth table. Welcome to the table, Eric. How you doing? Blessed, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Um, you talk about seasons. Mm. This is um this is a season where me and God, I'm just like, wow, you did it. You know, you did it. And a lot of people like, you know, the book, and it's like, ah, uh, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to, you know, publish. I've always self-published, you know, I've been right. a little nervous about getting in bed with folks, right. um, you know what I'm saying? But for whatever reason, this season, God felt it was necessary for me to collaborate. Mm-hmm. For me, this season is about, won't he do it? Come on. You know? Won't he do it? You know, and for those of you who have read the book or you know my story, it's just like, wow, God, you literally saved me. Mm. You know? Now you are writing a book, you know, to tell people how you say me. It's like, I try not to be sacrilegious, but, you know, I love the Old Testament. I love the New Testament, but it's some stuff he's doing right now. You feel me? Like, it's, he, ain't, he ain't stopped, yeah. you know, Old Testament and the New Testament. He ain't stopped. That's I got some more testimonies. It's some more testaments being written. Come on. Come on, Eric. Come on. And my book is a testament. Of what mm-hmm. God is able, of what God is able to do, and the cool thing about my book, and no, no disrespect, you know, the people who did it the right way, but my book is a testament that not by might, not by power, not by strength, you yeah. know what I'm saying? but God yeah. can take it up, and who blew it, that's right, and He still bless them too. That's so, right. so yeah, yeah, just in a just in a reflective mode this morning, that mm-hmm. man, my did it again. 
Wow. Listen, y'all. Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, is at the table. He preaching already. Okay. (laughs) Well, and and he's preaching about the fact that he is a monument of God's mercy. That's right. And that is a reminder for all of us. And I I can't wait for Akimini to introduce you, but also really for you to you to share a bit of your own story yeah. introduction to us. Yes. I know people are, want, are going to want to hear this. So take it away. Yes. I, I absolutely want to get into that. Let me, but let me quickly tell y'all a little something about Eric Thomas, just in case you don't know um, about our brother at the table. Eric Thomas is a part, t- part coach, part preacher, all grind is one of the world's best known motivational speakers. He has taken the world by storm with his creative style and high energy messages. ET, as he is better known, allows his life to be an open book, radiating dynamic and inspiring messages that many people across all barriers relate to. And his words and inspiration have already impacted millions of people. ET has also led his team through the doors of dozens of Fortune 500 companies and organizations such as General Electric, Quicken Loans, AT&T, Nike, Under Armour, New Balance, and UPS. Additionally, he has consulted for major universities, sport teams, and affiliates such as the MLB, NBA, NFL, the University of Michigan, North Carolina, and Duke. Most importantly, he is a loving father to his two children, Jalen and Jada, and a devout husband to his wife, Didi. Welcome to the table, Eric Thomas, E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Come on now. (laughs) You know what? I'm laughing, though, because I'm like, man, we live in a, you know what I'm saying? We just live in a world where, you know, we got to do that. But I'm like, man, I wish I could talk about some of the churches I've been to, some of the yeah. high schools. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to have to talk to somebody about that bio and be like, I know they like the AP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? But the reality is the NFL didn't fool with me to afterwards. I'm saying it's some schools that it's some elementary schools need to be on that joker. No, it's that's some, right. Some middle school. It's some churches that was fooling with me before I even had a title. I'm going to have to call somebody and be like, yo, y'all going to have to switch that. That's right. That up. And then, you know, the other thing I don't like about mm. bios, it don't talk about my insecurities. Come on. It yeah. don't talk about me being a liar coming up. Come you know, on. Talk about me disrespecting my parents. Mm. You know, I just want to put it out there that, man, that bio is cute, but hopefully we're going to real stuff today. Yeah. And, and, and again, the reason why I like to do this kind of stuff is because I don't want people who don't have it all together to think mm. that they're the only ones that That's can right. experience what God has for them. Like, I need everybody. I don't care if you had two abortions. Mm, God ain't right. finished yet. I don't That's care right. if your parents think you the worst thing. Like, they had four kids and you was the worst one they had. Mm. It doesn't matter. And That's I'm going right. to tell you something doesn't matter. Because the man of God went into the house mm. and he thought it was this son. And he thought it was this yeah, son. He, he thought it was this son. And the father was like, this all I got. And he was like, not possible. Got to be another one. And he's like, oh, yeah, him? Oh, yeah, him? He outside. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. He sent it to sheep. Uh, you can go out there if you want to waste your time and go see him. But if I was you, I would go back over these. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, they ain't, none of them ain't the one. And he went outside and the spirit of the Lord leaped inside. Yeah. Of that's mm-hmm. the one right there. Oh, come on. That's the yeah. one right there. And so I'm telling y'all, nobody else may think you the one. But if God thinks you the one, you the that's one. That's and I just want to embrace that you are the one despite what you've done, what you've been through. Amen. 
messed up. You the one. I I, I just wanted to say no, that. that's good. No, that's good, Eric. That's good. No, because I, I we we want listen. It, the show is called Truth's Table. Oh, we gonna get down to the truth now, brother. <laughs> so stay there. Stay there, Eric. Can you talk to us? Tell us. Tell us what's underneath the bio because we know we we know we got bios too. So we know it's the glitz and the glam, you know. And but but it ain't the people that was really holding you down. You know what I mean? It's it's you know it's the AT and T's. They come along. You know now that you hot, right? Um, but they wasn't checking for you before, you know. <laughs> and so, can you talk to us um, just about your own journey about who is Eric Thomas and how did this Eric Thomas that we have come to know come to be? Tell us about your come up story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um he was hurt. Mm. You know, he was hurt. You know, he he thought he wasn't wanted. You know, his mom got pregnant at seventeen. Mm. It wasn't planned. You know, his father wasn't in his life. Mm. You know, he thought he thought he wasn't wanted. He thought he was an accident. You know, um, he felt betrayed, yeah. abandoned, lied to. He was insecure. You know, he had to be he had to get be affirmed by people. He had a low self-esteem. That's right. You know, uh, he just didn't know his worth. And as a result of him not knowing his worth, you know, he acted as somebody that didn't know his worth. You know, so I mean, we could go on and on about his behavior. but. Just know when you don't know who you are and whose you are, mm. you don't act accordingly. You feel me? And so high school dropout, you know, um, like I said, just, you know, didn't take school serious, you know, wasn't committed to life, wasn't mm-hmm. committed to myself, you know, on the streets, homeless, hanging out with folks, you know, who was really a menace to our society. Mm. I was fortunate that I didn't necessarily get involved in the distribution of, you know, drugs or things of that nature. I never drank or smoked. You know, but I, I, I put myself, you know, in, in places and in situations I shouldn't have been in. Um, but, man, um, honestly, didn't grow up in church. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say my parents were ag- agnostic. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't atheists, but, you know, we weren't for whatever reason. I don't know. We, they just weren't going to church regularly. Not right. when I was coming out. Right. Before, so I don't know what was happening. We weren't praying. You know, there was a Bible, I think, maybe in the house. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know? um, I went to church every now and then with my father who raised me. Uh, his, his his mom, my grandma, uh, but you know, like I said, biological father wasn't in my life. I would see other kids with their daddies, you know, at sports events, mm-hmm. the parents, you know, and I just felt like, yo, God, why am I here? If I wasn't playing, mm-hmm. and um, I'll never forget, um, homeless. Some about man, some about when you hit rock bottom, it just you know, That's if right. you smart, you gonna you gonna get to know God in a way you never knew him before. That's so right. he was always proud, but I never had a intimate, personal, up-close relationship with him. Uh, but when I was homeless, I started going to church and a pastor preached a sermon. Before you was in your mama's womb, I called you. Amen. You know, I yeah. called you. Yeah. I was like, whoa, you knew me before? I was an accident? Yeah. Like, you, like, you chose me? You know, and as I started getting into the Bible, for real, for real, not religion, but in the Bible, there were there were scriptures that said you were chosen. That's right. You know? That you weren't an accident. Like your mama might not have known, but I knew. Mm-hmm. And I didn't let nobody get no abortion. I didn't allow that to happen. Right. I didn't right. allow, you know, you to die in the hospital room. You didn't die in your mama's. Like I called you. And so because I've called you, you got something, you got worth. That's and right. I'm telling y'all, man, if it's one thing the Bible has done for me, it has shown me that I have worth. Yes. You know, that, 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 that a creator who had options and choices 
that he chose me of everybody. And so I don't have to live up to, you know, man's qualifications. I don't have to, you know, um, talk the way man think I should talk or have his certifications. Like I have some of that, but that's not where I am where I am. That's right. I'm because he called me and because he glorified me, justified me. That's right. You know, uh, he redeemed me. Come on now. You are you are talking to still a very insecure. My daddy wasn't there. My mama was. But the difference is the God in me. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. The difference is not E.T. The difference is the Christ that's in me is now running my life. And that insecure, scared, fearful boy ain't running my life no more. I've, 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 I've surrendered completely, you know, to the father. And I'm, and I'm seeing the results of, you know, God being in my life. Amen. Amen. So a couple of things, uh, I've been following your work for a couple of years. Um, and one of the things that I that comes across to me, not only in what I followed through the last couple of years, but in reading this newest book, You OU, is the freedom that we have when that kind of stuff gets settled. It doesn't disappear, but it's settled. Uh, I, so our traumas, our hurts, our setbacks, our fears, our frustrations, when we can look at it eye to eye mm-hmm. and know that there's something that is greater than that, that now defines us, right. there's a freedom that comes. And that's what I really think about. And the other thing that I, I think I, um, what stood out about you is uh, seeing a clip of you talk about your wife. And you now you know now you know the ladies love when the men talk about how much they honor <laughs> their wife and how much they respect their wife. And but it's it struck me because I I saw the way that you saw her as a true gift to you, um, as having your back when you when you didn't even have a back when you had nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to pause for a moment and let you honor Didi right now because mm-hmm. um, I've seen you do it before and you do it so well. Yeah, you know. People do come up to me and go, man, you know, that's such a beautiful thing. But the reality is, I think about, you know, Didi with MS. And, you know, people are like, man, the way you treat her with MS, I was like, man, y'all don't get it. Didi, unfortunately, and I, man, I, I, I bless her because I'm like, yo, I hope you get your blessings on earth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I hope you just don't get your stuff in heaven. It's like, yo, you're talking about somebody. That's right who was super undeveloped, you know, like you talk about a person who was just like, I was in a very dark mm. place and somebody comes into my life knowing how dark I am and knowing the consequences of being with somebody in a dark spot and you making a commitment mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you're going to see this thing out. You feel me? Like, I, I love you and we're going to see this thing out. And I'm like, yo, my own mama didn't do that. My own mama, by the grace of God, was like, you got to go. Like, I can't handle you. I can't take this no more. Like, you're up this house. You're messing your sister's life up. Like, you got to go. And I honor my mom for that. I respect that. Like, yo, for real, you're tearing up what we're building up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a woman to take a chance on somebody that's like, she knew I was homeless. Mm. I had no place to stay when I, she knew I was academically challenged. Mm. She knew that, you know, she knew I was, um, um, you know, just abused, banded. You know, at the time we hooked up, I ain't had no money. Wow. I ain't had no future. You know, I was a, 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 and again, not lying to her, but a liar, flirtatious. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. just like, I was just on some dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why she was like, yo, I'm going to 
sharpen you. And I'm going, you know, like our first house was her credit. Mm. She graduated in four years to the 12. You know, the kids came. She had insurance for them. It was just like, yo, like, yo, you really. And Didi's the type of person where she ain't no cheerleader. Like Didi ain't no cheerleader. Like Didi ain't about to encourage you and motivate you. Like Didi ain't doing that. <laughs> Didi like, yo, God, God has blessed you and I'm going to get it out of you. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love that. You know, and I want to say this to women. I want to say this to women because I married Didi at 19, mm. right? And Didi women all the time. She's like, listen to me. I ain't telling you to do what I did at 30. He was 19. Right. Okay. Says, I had some grace on the boy. He's 19 years old. Yeah. But I say this. I think this is important for women to understand. Didi is a, like, almost no-strike human. Hmm. And so the, thing I, the thing I respect most about Didi was like, yo, if you're doing something wrong, okay, cool. But after we address it, like, you, we're not about to see it again. Like, like, we're not, like, you're not about to abuse me. And That's I think right. we have to understand that. It's mm-hmm. like, Didi, no, I have a standard. And you're not perfect, and I'm not perfect. So we're going to figure out what's wrong. We're going to address it, and we're not going to see it again. So, yeah, we're in an apartment. We're not going from an apartment to an apartment to an apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to a house. You feel me? Like, yeah, your credit's messed up. It's cool. I see what your daddy, your mom, I see what you've been through. But you're going to get your credit to 800. Like, yep, you're a high school dropout. But, yep, at some point, you're going to finish school. That's you feel right. me? So I, I want to make sure that women understand that Didi was patient, but she was not patient and still putting up with problems. Come on now. Like, yo, okay, yep, you got that problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I came from where you came from, I might have that too. You feel me? But we're not going to stay there. That's and you're not going to abuse me. And you're not going right. to mistreat me. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you're not going to mistreat you. Mm-hmm. Like, That's you right. are gifted and you are talented. But you're going to have to do something. So, yeah, I had my video game time. I had my intramural sports time. <laughs> but Diddy was like, okay, you're 22 now. Ain't no more. That was four years for intramural. Mm. That was four years for playing video games. Mm. You're 22 now. You had four years for college. You didn't finish. Okay, what's up now? You know, mm. and so I just want to make sure women understand that. So when That's I right. take care of Diddy, I'm not doing it because I'm nice and I'm kind. Mm. I'm That's doing right. it because. That's right. You 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 have to feed what feeds you. Mm-hmm. You have to take care Honor. of what takes care of you. You can't be so stupid that the person that's get sustaining your dog on life on earth that you're abusing that person and you giving your here's what I tell people. I mm-hmm. y'all, bro, I'm not perfect. I'm my daddy's child. I'm my grandfather's child. I've only sexually been active with one person in my entire life, and I'm not that dude. Like that's not my that's not who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. That's not who my father was. That's not who my uncles were. That's not who my grandfather. And I can sit here and tell you I ain't them, but but I am them. My behavior is not them. Why? Because I was with someone who would not allow me to be that. Hmm. I gotta understand that. I was with somebody that's like, yo, if you want to be your daddy, I'm not tripping. You're just not gonna be that with me. Mm. Like, you're not gonna do me like that. So you could be your father if you want to. And so y'all gotta understand something. When you mm. find something good, don't be stupid enough to give it to somebody that don't deserve it. That's right. So that's what I'm on. I'm not on, be, I'm not on being faithful. Mm-hmm. I'm not on that. Mm-hmm. This don't have to do with being faithful. This has everything to do with nobody else deserves what did he work for. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves to take from me what she built up. That's right. So she should get the benefits of everything she worked for. She She's the person that when the company was not AT&T, when it yeah. wasn't 
um, Apple that we know today. When it was in the backyard and that dude that was like, yo, Steve Jobs, I'm ride or die, bro. I'm putting all my money up. I'm, I'm getting in the garage with you. I believe in you before you blow up. Those are the people that cash out. Those are the people that make multi, multi-million. Not the people that come and buy stock after it blew up. So for me, I'm not a nice guy, but I'm not a dumb guy. Mm-hmm. Didi has been responsible for holding me accountable in a way that nobody else could and loving me. Because moms, moms, mom will hold me responsible. I love my mom to life, but my mom ain't my mom ain't nurturing and loving. She wasn't on that. So my mom was like, you gotta go. And when you go, we ain't we was beefing. Like we would not talk for three months. We was beefing. Mm-hmm. He just came in and was my mother, but with the nurturing, with the love, with the, yo, you might not be doing what you're supposed to do, but I'm not gonna get rid of you. I'm not gonna throw mm-hmm. you out. I, I see a, a beat up 1972 Camaro, but I'm gonna put this Joker in the lab, right. and when it come out, it's gonna be worth. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a classic, and it's gonna be worth. And I am not. I'm a classic. Man. And so mm. I'm just saying, yo, Didi. Yeah. I I don't care if you in a wheelchair. Mm. I don't care if you on a, your deathbed. Like, yo, I got your back. Why? Mm. Because you had my back. Before, like you said, Christina, before I had a back, Giddy had my back. So, oh so yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not special. I'm just not, I'm like, I might not have been a good student, but I ain't stupid. That's That's right. I'm not, I may not be like a standardized test dude. I might not have a high IQ, but I'm not stupid. That's right. That's right. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. You and when you take care of people mm-hmm. that take care of you, God honors that. Yeah. And, he, and, I, and honestly, I got a daughter. I don't mm-hmm. want to tell my daughter what it's supposed to look like. Mm. My daughter to see what it's supposed to look like. I want my son to see what it's supposed to look like. And um, I honor my ancestors. You know, I, I know what we've been through in this country. And I know how I know how we acted. And I got I have a right not to get caught up and forgive me. Y'all say it's the truth. You know, this is the truth podcast, but you know, the Bible says, envy not thy oppressor and choose none of his ways. You know, and so for me, it's very important not to treat my wife the way society says I should treat her. You understand what the ancestors would have wanted me to do and how the ancestors would have wanted me to respect not just Didi, but the women who've had to be man and woman because the way the society said things was in slavery. And so women in general, my auntie, I, I, I revered my grandma. I took care of my grandma. When my grandma died, I was like, mm. how much is it going to cost? Mm. Like grandma was responsible for. So I got to honor the women. And again, my grandma had 14, mm-hmm. only males. I grew mm. up with um, women. My other grandma had four, two females, you know, two males. So I just grew up around women. Wow. And um, I just want to honor our legacy of the women who could have committed suicide, jumped off the ships, right. gave up, right. quit. Our men was taken. But for whatever reason, they stood their ground. Right. I'm talking about foot, feet on the standing center. Right. And they got us from slavery to where we are now. And so we just got to do a better job right. of not using our power to abuse, manipulate, Come and on. disrespect our women. Come on. And we got we, we to respect, respect our women. And the best way for me to do it is not to talk about it, you don't see Didi much, but to actually show y'all right. through my actions 
you know, how much uh, she means and how much women and our ancestors mean to me. Ooh, Eric, you just, I was like, what you're not going to do is make me cry. Well, there's a couple times you had me here about, about ready to cry. almost got me crying, you know, but yeah. Eric, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, what I heard, and then we're going to take a commercial break, but what I heard is in this covenantal love, you know, that between you and Didi, it's as if Didi had a prophetic vision you know, moving in a prophetic anointing, she saw what you would become. So she was able to see past your now at 19 to see what you would become. You know, and she knew that you owed you, you know, and she was operating under that prophetic anointing and pouring into you and holding standards and boundaries, sisters, because boundaries protect what is sacred. So she's like, I see, I know your circumstances. I see there's grace, but we're not going to do that again now. This is what we're going to do. You know, that is so beautiful. I think it's a beautiful picture of marriage that was also modeled for me. And that's now modeled for your children as well. You know, and so that's just powerful, powerful. So thank you so much for lifting up and giving Didi her flowers. Um, let's take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about you owe you. Okay. So don't go nowhere, y'all. Y'all keep it locked. We're going to be right back. Truth's Table. Black Women's Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation is a classic in the making, according to Tracy Michelle Lewis Jiggett, author of Black Joy, Stories of Resistance, Resilience, and Restoration. New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Jamar Tisby, says that people often say, listen to Black women. Now at Truth's Table, you have your chance. We don't deserve the gift of this book, but once again, Black women have generously served us all. If we are to actually alleviate the immense burdens our sisters bear, then we must heed their words. T. Morgan Dixon, co-founder of Girl Trek, says this, There is a textured knowing in this book, a spiritual enlightenment made brighter by the author's own personal breakthroughs. The way they describe the fabric of our collective trauma makes me trust their solutions. And Dr. Joy Hardin-Bradford, founder of Therapy for Black Girls, says that Truth's Table, Black Women's Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation, shines a light on some of our most vulnerable places as Black women, leaving no stone unturned. Truth's Table, Black Women's Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation, is a clarion call to consider our communal truths by opening ourselves up to a deeper inner truth. By Truth's Table, Black Women's Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation, wherever books are sold. We are back at the table with Eric Thomas. I had some time to uh, dry my eyes and, you know, just marinate in just that just beautiful picture of Black love. So, see, take it away, sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks again so much, Eric, for sharing that and just really... Um, sharpening sharpening us as we listen to what you had to share. In many ways, you what I've experienced is that you have offered your very self, your story, your experiences, these books. This is this is one of, of multiple books that Eric has written uh, as an opportunity for us to for iron to sharpen iron. And I wanna I want you to share with us how you got into this work of motivation. And and I know there are a lot of people who think about motivational speakers kind of in a cheesy way, but I mean, I, I see you as having the ability that you've a, a, a skill that you have honed, and really help helping us to push ourselves. Not you just pushing us, That's but right. us to to self motivate to get to where we need to go. And so, talk about your journey into this work of of motivation and helping people to bring out 
the very best of what's in them. Yeah, HBCU. Hey, yeah. two-time grad over here. I see you. Yeah, HBCU. I went to Oakwood uh, College in Huntsville, Alabama. That's right. And of course, uh, Alabama A&M on the yard. And um, it was there in English class. Uh, one of many um, courses that I took where they introduced the Eyes on the Pride series, you mm-hmm. know, where we watch Roots, you know, and um, yep. where our professors introduced us to Malcolm in a way we had never been introduced to Malcolm. You know, Mark That's right. Garvey in a way we had never, you know, been introduced, you know. That's and right. So, you know, Sojourner, mm-hmm. Harry, Tammy Lou Hamer. That's you right. Know? And you know what's crazy? You know, and again, this is why I say we really have to be careful about commercial. Yeah. And how we, we have to be in this world, but not of this world. Not- I'm not saying that on the spiritual, like like on some like religious stuff. I'm saying literally mm-hmm. we have to understand our rules. Yes. And what powers us and we have to stick to that. That's right. That's right. So what you notice is that that which is natural to us has been, you know, minimized and almost not even um it, it we don't even promote it anymore in our culture. And like I'm talking about us, we don't. You know, we promote of course the stuff that people are interested in. But we've always been orators. That's that's what got us that's right. to where we are right now. You know what I'm saying? And so it it, it was Frederick Douglass it was certain Sojourner's truth. It was Martin's and Malcolm's writing. It was their speaking and their speeches. Like that's how we got here. We didn't get here, no disrespect, but we didn't get here playing football. Well, we here playing right. basketball. That's, right. that's how we got here. Mm-hmm. We we didn't we didn't get here uh, in entertainment. That's right. That's we got here. Mm-hmm. We we got here, and I'm not saying that we weren't in movies or whatever. We show weren't we show weren't in roles that elevated us. That's okay. Right. Let me say that we weren't in roles that elevated, but 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 our Frederick Douglasses, our Nat Turners, like these were these were orators. These were people who felt the need to not not only pursue their freedom, Harriet, but to come back. And and so for me, I'm watching this and going, ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. oh, I want to. And so like a kid who sees a basketball player with a ball or a football player with a football, I saw Martin like, oh, I can do that. Malcolm, mm-hmm. I can do that. And not only can I do it, I noticed that, like, yo, that's missing. Where, mm-hmm. Where's Malcolm? Where's Mark? How, how, how did this person become a, a, a role model to us when this person used to be a role model? How she mm-hmm. become a role model doing that when she used to be a role model? Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's hold right. on for a minute. Harriet ain't no role model no more. Come on, hold on for a minute. Sojourner ain't, oh, oh we, going with, we going with how somebody look now? That's how we roll. Oh, we going with the shape now? That's now. When did that become like that was never how we determined it. Now, that has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, I tell people, um, I, let me tell you something. And a lot of people can't handle this, but it's the truth. I tell people all the time, I, the, the way I know I love Didi and the way I know Didi loved me, I went to an HBCU. <laughs> it's a lot of beautiful black women on that campus. Absolutely. That's right. It's a lot of handsome men that she could have chose other than me. So let's not get it twisted. <laughs> We're not saying that God has not blessed our community. He has. But we never used beauty as a way to decide if somebody was our leader or our role model. Come on now. That's not what we went with. And we didn't go with people who were necessarily perfect, but their intentions were, their, their intentions were, and they were trying to help us. So for me, I started noticing, like, everybody want to do that, but nobody want to do this. And this was the thing that got us to that. 
Okay, yeah. so y'all all do that. And I'm going to stay with this. Mm. And, and, I, and I'm going to tell y'all something. I, you know, I, I've, had, I've had so many opportunities to leave this and go with that because it makes more money. Mm. In my mind, I'm, I'm not stupid. I know what I could do to get more followers. I'm not dumb. Right. I know what I could do. I know how I could compromise and be in the five millions, the mm. six millions. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I, know, I know that there's some things I could say or not say that would make me more popular. Yeah, that's right. But at the end of the day, when I went to that HBCU, and I know what it feels like to see your professor is black, to see right. your professors as black males, females, your president, that's your right. provost. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like to go into the president's office and he got black pictures everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like to be on a campus where it's a thousand and some people in a room worshiping in church and they all singing our song. And we ain't got to be like uh, acting like we uh, in slavery. We singing stuff. It's uplifting. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to preserve that part of our culture. And I'm not going to do it just in February because we all seem to find our way home in February. <laughs> on our way home in February. But March, we didn't forgot. April, we <laughs> We are, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm making a commitment to say, hey, this is the best. This is one of the best things about us. It is our ability to speak to each other motivate and inspire one another. It is our ability to, when we're going through hell, to have Martin encourage us, to have Malcolm encourage us. It is our, this is, this Mahalia to sing to us, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 James Brown to tell us I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. You know, that's a part of who we've been. You know, uh, Marvin saying, what's going on? You know, what's going on, y'all? You know, we're going to get through this. You know, uh, and so, yeah, I, I just feel like I'm nothing new. I'm not a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only a remnant of the best of our people. That's right. That's and I right. Want to make sure that particular thing that we do and we've done, I want to keep that alive because I feel like it's extinct. Some of the other stuff we do is elevated. That's right. And, and people are talking about it. And people making good money and people's influences are growing. But this part of what we do is not as pop. When we speak up, and we speak mm. out That's when right. we encourage one another, when we tell each other how beautiful we are, it's, you know, it's not, um, it's, it's not, um, yeah, it, it's not as promoted as it needs to be. So I, mm. I, I want to keep this part of us alive. Yeah, wow. Um, that's so powerful. There's so, so much I want to ask you. You know, when I um, was reading UOU and also just listening to you talk about um, We Owe You, um, on your podcast, you know, I was just thinking, I was like, you know, Eric, Eric been here before. I was like, you know, the, the spirit of Booker T. Washington is, uh, you know, is, is rising up, you know, from this brother, you know, and, and I, as I was listening to you talk, I was thinking about um, the importance of our, I, I'd say community hearing um, from somebody like you you know, who has the credibility to speak about what you owe you, right? Um, And it it got me to thinking about, and you you touched on this too, even when you were talking about Didi, but it got me to thinking, you know, you owe you, um, but what do we owe us collectively as a people, particularly um, 
I'm thinking about right now the toxic um, relationship dynamics between Black men and Black women um, and that have uh, have really gotten, I'd say, pretty radioactive in the last couple of years on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you name your platform is there. Um, and I think this is the destructive legacy uh, that Kevin Samuels and his disciples have left behind. Um, and I want I want to see if you can speak to that, um, Eric. And I know that's a that's a bit of a it, it's related, but it, I think because we, we have a symbiotic relationship, right? And we cannot, contrary to popular belief and, and what they say on Twitter, we need each other. And so, can you talk to, to what do we owe each other? I don't know, Christine, if you heard my next book, we owe. We we owe. I don't know if you caught that. We owe you. How she put it out there. And you heard, <laughs> she, she, I don't know. If she heard herself saying. She said, "We owe. We owe you." She said, that "You owe you." That, that's the next one. That is um, the next one. You know, I do have a prophetic gifting. So <laughs> she said it. We owe you. Listen to me. I'm gonna go back to it again. And I'm gonna say it slower. Every mm. night, I'm president and choose none of his ways. Mm. That's right. Yeah. It's biblical. That's right. This is biblical. That's right. This ain't like this from the Bible. So you like, oh, that Huey Newton said that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Huey didn't say yeah, he didn't right. say that. Uh, Huey probably said that, but Huey didn't say that. That came from the word. And so here's what I'm trying to tell that's you. Right. And 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 you know it breaks my heart because I'm now fighting us to help us. I'm fighting us now. That's right. Because yeah. us is telling everybody, yo, if you make a bunch of money, then you 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 replicable. Like if you make a bunch of money, I can follow you. If you got a bunch of followers online, like you, you, you are now an expert. You know what I'm saying? Like now, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you, you, I tell kids all the time. So like you deeper than my grandma, cause you making seven figures. Like you, you deeper than my grandma now. Mm-hmm. Like you're greater than my grandma. You got more to teach than my grandma. Cause you making seven <laughs> figures. I don't think so. But, but we've gotten to a point where capitalism has become the focus now. And because capitalism has become the focus, mm-hmm. now we're on some individuality stuff. That's right. That's what capitalism is all about. It's about who can get much as much as they can, as fast as they can, as quick. So now, now we're not on what grandma was on. Grandma was on the collective. Grandma said, Grandma said, it's your birthday. It's not your day. It's your birthday. It's not your full day. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to bake a cake. You're going, it's your birthday. So you're going to get the first piece of cake. It's your birthday. We celebrate you. But you're not going to get the whole dog on cake. It's not, it ain't, it ain't that kind of party. That's right. That's, we, right, that's right. You're not going to be here and worship and I you love cake. the whole day. You get the whole piece of cake. So where we've gone to now is the collective that is your birthday, but we are going to celebrate. That's right. Not just your birthday, but we're all going to celebrate. That's right. You feel me? Now it's about. Yo, it's about the individual. It's about what what what's in it for me. And so when you start going with the individual, and I know so much about it because when I was in a dark place, it was me. My mom didn't do this. My dad didn't do this. You know, the person that raised me, you ain't my daddy. I was on some individual stuff. But once I understood, yeah, you know what? You're not my daddy. And you still act like you was my daddy. Wow. <laughs> you didn't lie because you didn't lie because... You wanted to lie. You lied because my daddy wasn't where he was supposed to be doing what he was supposed to do. And you didn't want me to feel like I was some child left on the street somewhere. So you gave me your last name. Silly of me to be so selfish and so self-centered that I didn't understand that. Mm. Silly of me to be 
me to think because you checked me that you like because you weren't where I wanted you to be when I wanted you to be there. Silly me to think that you ain't looking out for me. You're actually looking out for me because you telling me that ain't where we supposed to be. And that's not what we supposed to be doing. So so stupid. No, I'm not giving you the money no more because you're not taking it to pay the rent. You, you're going to buy clothes to impress people that don't care nothing about you. And so when you are on the individual, it's destructive in so many ways. It's destructive in the way we treat our women. It's destructive in terms of how we treat each other. I'm looking at these rappers. I'm like, yo, when I was coming up, if you became a rapper, you actually like you actually didn't have to do certain things. Like when you became a famous, you could actually get out of certain things. Now you're rapping to get into it and you're getting shot at a a restaurant. You're getting shot. At a store, you're getting shot at your own house. Like, come on, y'all. Like, and so for me, it's not, it's it's this first of all, it's destructive in that we're manipulating our own, right? Our own women, our own men, we're manipulating each other. And why are we manipulating each other? So we can wear designer clothes, we could drive designer cars. Like, come on, y'all. That's right. Come on, y'all. Life is more precious than that, you know. And so I would I would just say, yeah. Impact thy oppressor, choose none of his ways. Fundamentally, what your values and your beliefs are, where are you getting it from? So today or yesterday, you know, when we were like, hey, you're going to be on this podcast. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't do a lot of podcasts. Go back and study. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of I'm not doing podcasts because it's Penguin. Like, I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it because they, but when they was like, A.E., you're going to love them. They sisters, they read the Bible. <laughs> They E, E, this going to be like an alley-oop for you, E. <laughs> You're not going to need to prepare yourself. Like, this going to be like you at home. Why? Because we share values and we got to get back to, okay. I know, you know, you don't want to go to church or you don't want to get in the word or whatever. But this is, these are our values, our ancestors. We got to study them, figure out what our values are. So to your point, absolutely. But it's because we're worshiping the numbers. That's right. Because we're worshiping um, how many numbers on Instagram, how much money people have. And I'm just being honest. I'm not going to let people be in my ear, my kid's ear because they're making money or because they Mm -hmm. look a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to get in my kid's soul unless you got a soul. Come on. I'm not going to put them around you because you drive a Bentley or a rain or a road. I'm not going to do that. I got to know that you got a soul. Come on. You can into and develop the soul of my babies before I'm going to let you get into their presence. So, yeah, yeah, all those people out there that are destroying our community, you, you don't get a pass because you're famous. You don't get a pass. We owe it to our community to uplift and not tear down. And it's only because of our ancestors we're here. So we got we to gotta respect them by if they were, like, listen to me, they had a dream of why they didn't just commit suicide, why they just didn't quit and give up. I have to honor them by respecting what they did and replicate what they did. And that's the Tobies of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yo, Toe, when we, when we elevate, like when we use our platform and our resources to assist you, it, it, it better look like it. So when yeah. you see Tobios, you see regular our our women being themselves. They ain't got to be wearing no skimpy clothes. They don't got to do their hair a different way. If they want to wear 
uh, uh, something on their head, whatever you feel like is you as a woman, do that on these videos so that other, like my daughter has come to me and said, dad, man, I love Toad and the fam. I'm like, I know you do. They family. She's like, no, 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 dad. I love being a black woman, being able to look at those black women and not feel like I have to wear a certain thing or I got to change That's right. my body shape. I ain't body shamed. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I got to get nothing or tuck to kick. I, like, she like, yep, I got to work out and I got to probably I try to eat right. Exactly. My, right. Mm-hmm. I don't have to watch this stuff and feel stupid or dumb. Or And then unfortunately for my daughter, and this is caused by our community, my daughter unfortunately felt like for a time before, you know, Tobe and some of the other artists, I ain't black enough to be black. Mm-hmm. I ain't light enough white. You know, unfortunately, she pulled from the ancestors. You feel what I'm saying? So she kind of like, right, you have to look at her and be like, you know, uh, somebody says she mixed. I'm saying, yeah, she mixed with uh, uh, black and black. black. That's right. (laughs) There was a time she struggled not not by the other community. She struggled by her own community. It's like, yo, what are you, are you, you, are you, are you, and it's like, yes, I am. And so I say anybody that's tearing us down, Stop. That's right. Anybody that's te- I'm talking about you, you watching. If you tearing you down, stop tearing you down. Oh, you, you don't have the right to tear you down. You don't have the right to have a low self-esteem. You don't have the right to be on some. Why am I here? I don't know. God, no, go ask him. Mm, yeah. <laughs> My son uh, got a flat tire the other day. And he was like, Dad, what should I do? I said, you should go to Cadillac. And that's what you should do. Call Cadillac. That's their vehicle. They made that. You go call them and tell them you got a flat tire and see what they suggest. Don't take my car uh, to um, discount tires. They didn't make the Cadillac. Don't take my stuff to the dude on the corner. Cadillac made that. You call Cadillac. They're responsible for that. You tell them that I got a flat tire. You tell them to come fix it. Yeah. Why? Because they're responsible. You got a low set. You go to God and tell God to fix mm. it. You go to God and ask him what you should be doing. You ask God why you don't know what your purpose is. You mm. force him to tell you what your purpose is. You ask God why you not 6'5". Why, why he didn't make you 6'5". There's a reason why he wants you to be 5'10". Ask him. Man. Figure it out. Figure out why you not a zero. Most of us aren't. Okay? But figure out why you not a zero. Right? And, and, and let me tell you something. My wife, uh, as much as I love her and support Didi, you know, um, Didi uh, is going to ask me the other day uh, <laughs> something about some, you know, I can't seem to, um, you know, to lose weight. Like I'm having a hard time losing weight. You know, and I said, who told you to lose weight in the first place? Like, where you get that from? <laughs> who told you? Because I didn't say nothing to you about it. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm kind of confused. Like, who else has more influence than you on than I got on you? I didn't tell you that. I'm I'm curious to why you felt like you knew the loot waiting the first. Well, you know, my backside is kind of, I said, I, I, I personally, now it might be some other folk that don't like the way you look. I personally like your shape, personally. Right. So if you want to lose weight, come ask me where you think you should lose it at. Why? Because I, I don't benefit if you're too small. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Everybody don't want, I'm not mad at a zero. Everybody don't want a zero. So, so you don't have to worry about what other people want because you're not married to other people. My daughter, dad, what should I, I don't, I said, sweetheart, you got one man that you're going to marry. Why are you worried about the 25 dudes that said something to you? Those not the people you're going to marry. You need to, you need to figure out who you're going to marry and you need to be who you need to be for you and for your family, nobody else. And so, and so I, I forgive the rant, but you owe it to yourself to be everything mm-hmm. God called you to be and to do everything. And we got to stop tearing each other down. But most of us do. Why? Because we hurt. 
and hurt people hurt people because we're sick. And I always tell people, if you want to be successful, don't fix the side of the puzzle with the world on it because it's too much. Like you can't really fix the side of the puzzle that's you because you know you. And when you put the pieces of you together, the other side of the world is going to be together. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not together, that other yeah. side of the puzzle, the world is never going to be together. So if you don't know what to work on, Eric, I don't know what to work on. As Mustafa would say, my boy, work on you. If you don't know what to work on, work on yourself. Because as you get better, man, I wouldn't have been on this podcast 10 years ago, maybe. Mm. I wouldn't have probably been on this podcast eight years ago. Mm. But this developed Eric that has drawn these two women mm. and is developing themselves, mm. whatever they do, that has created this podcast and the law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 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 you reap what you sow, whatever you want to call it, uh, karma. Mm -hmm. They put some work on their end. I put some work on my end. We both happen to be with the same publishing company. Mm -hmm. We both happen to be doing a podcast. And so you don't have to go, what podcast am I going to be on? It, do it, it doesn't matter what podcast you're going to be on. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you growing and being the best version of yourself you could be. And you will attract whoever you need to attract mm -hmm. when you Mm. let's stop hurting each other as a community let's stop hurting each other come on now mm. yeah. today is a good day today yeah. is a good day yeah. to love to oneself love <laughs> and to it's love baby. our neighbor today is a good day it's a good day for that yeah. I, I i just i got a final question for you yeah. before we wrap and i know again because so much of your work has has been pouring into others, pushing others in love, right. um, helping even today, helping us to look within and thinking about, you know what you can start, you can start, start looking, fixing yourself. <laughs> Just all of these, these really um, healthy reminders. And I'm curious about what, what is motivating you right now? What, what is, what, what is, what's pushing Eric um, and if there is something specific that you that where we can join you in prayer about um, and in motivation about, uh, since I know that you have poured so much into tens of thousands of others, millions of others at this point. Yeah, she. Hey, you heard it earlier. The spirit of Booker T, the spirit of my ancestors is pushing me. I'm telling y'all, the spirit of my ancestors is pushing me. And what it's saying is, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. That's right. Eric, free my people. Moses said, let my people go. You know, what's pushing me is making this world a better place, period, the world. But specifically, you know, people who've been oppressed. That's right. Because when you've been oppressed, you know, it's it, that trauma, it impacts you. And we got to get whole. Like, like I'm telling you, I wish I wish rich. The, I wish the new rich was healthy. Come on. I, I, I wish we could make the new rich healthy, like yeah. mentally, emotionally, loving yourself, believing in yourself. Like I wish the the, the new rich could be, girl, you rich. Mm. You so healthy. Girl, you so cool. <laughs> you ain't care what nobody think. How you get that for kind of peace? Man, girl, you going and walking for an hour, you meditating, you working out. Girl, you could you told him no. Girl, you must really love yourself. You telling folks no now. And let me tell y'all this. That's right. I was 16 when Didi and I first started, when we first started dating. Didi and I were 16 years old. You know what, what was the most impressive thing to me was? And Didi's father, Didi, okay, I won't go there. He wasn't in her life. In the, he, he wasn't married to her mama, I'm going to put it like mm -hmm. that. He wasn't, 
he wasn't in the house. Let me just say that. Because you know, me and my man don't got the kind of relationship that if I tell the truth, it may not affect me. You know I'm saying, yeah. uh, let me just say, he, he wasn't in the house, right? And sometimes when girls don't have their daddies in the house, they're a little bit more, they, 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 they leave their boundaries down. Let me say it like mm-hmm. that. They leave their boundaries. You know, the thing that impressed me most about Didi was, Didi was like, from a sexual standpoint, Didi had boundaries. You know, that was the thing that was most impressive mm-hmm. to me. Like, like, like Didi should have been in a situation where it was like, yo, my daddy ain't in my life. I'll be lucky with any man that showed me some attention. Mm. And, and, and if he if he say he want to have sex, then I'll do whatever it takes to stay with him. The thing that was most impressive to me about Didi was like, yo, Didi was like on on on, on like seventy five percent of the time, Didi was on the no ministry. It was unbelievable. Like we were literally in college, away from our parents, and we never had sex when we were uh, at the, our freshman year. At the university, like it was unbelievable. Wow. Like I would be like, "Come on now, you know, let's go to whatever." Like how we, I promise you, like that was the thing that was the. And I'm trying to tell y'all, ladies, you may not believe this, but the less boundaries you have, the less you're gonna attract somebody respectful. Mm. Like, I'm just hey, being honest. With you. The less boundaries, the less, like the the less you know what you want, and the and the like, yo, you know how many years. Didi was like, mm. I'm not doing that ministry with you. That's your ministry. I'm a nurse. God called me to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. I'm watching TV. You watching what Didi Jake's wife doing. I'm not Didi Jake's wife. You watching Joel Osteen. I'm not, I'm not Victoria Osteen. You, you, you watching Kleplo Dollar. I'm not that. I'm not her. <laughs> I'm not be reading no scriptures. I'm not to be talking in church. I'm not that type of first lady. That's so good. That's right. That's I'm right. Doing that. I you see know, her. and I'm telling y'all. <laughs> That's the thing that really drew me more to Didi. Didi was like, yo, I'm not. And I'm telling y'all, when I wasn't acting right, Didi mm-hmm. wasn't, no, no. Oh, just keep doing what you're doing. Didi like, no, I'm telling you, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. Oh, I love myself too much. That's right. Come on. To let you, I'm not doing it. And so I, I just, I, that's what's driving me. Mm-hmm. My ancestors mm-hmm. pushed me to Beth. Here's what you can do to help me. Mm-hmm. Here's what you can do. You can do more then just say you love the videos and you know whatever. Let me say this. And man, this is because it's the truth table. I've got to be honest. It's the truth table. <laughs> I get more support from the people that we say are oppressors than I get from my own people. Well. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying, like, yo, it shouldn't be that way. Make it plain. It shouldn't be that way. That's it's, it's like, you know, um, um, there are more people. Somebody in my company asked me the other day, they was like, yo, E, it's crazy. All you do for people and you pub people and you put people on. Come on. Why don't other black people who are in the industry, why don't they, why they don't never put you on or they don't never mention Ooh. you? Why, why, why don't they ever? And I'm not saying no. My boy CP3, life, Michael B. Jordan, life. Like, you know, I got some NFL, I got some people, but it's like, yo, I literally have to make my money from other people. I don't get calls from black businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I don't have certain universities, HBCUs knocking my door down. Come on. I don't, I don't, I don't have, you feel what I'm saying? I gotta, I, 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 I gotta work for us. Yeah, we see. I gotta be, I, I gotta, be, I gotta be blessed by others. You feel me? And again, see you, I, I, Eric. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I promise you I ain't mad. I ain't about to stop doing what I'm doing. That's right. Because, 
my calling didn't come from man. Come on now. So y'all worry about me getting upset or me feeling a certain certain type of way. I, I ain't mm-hmm. all that. Forward, forward. God called me to do this work. Oh. I'll never stop doing it. That's you right. know, but I will say this to y'all. Yeah. It's not enough. It's not enough to just watch my stuff and be inspired. You have influence. Right. Use your influence to, to help me spread this message that is free for many people. Help, help, help me. Help, help me get in the prisons. Help me. Yeah, help, yeah. help me. Your baby in the prison. Right. Don't just mm-hmm. send a video. Help me to get in there. Help me to. And so that's, that's the that's the only thing. Sometimes I, now look, I'll never. But my wife be on my staff. Like yo, why you why you doing a event and your uh, your people ain't showing up? Mm-hmm. What's the why, why you got in the your people ain't coming. Mm-hmm. Like, what's and so I would just say, mm-hmm. um, I blew up because of that HBCU. My homegirl who became a teacher, she went to that school and was like, You gotta bring ET in. And whatever budget we got, you gotta give it to That's me. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm not not getting help. Don't believe the hype. Mm-hmm. Oh, God mm-hmm. gonna leave you. God ain't gonna leave you without help. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying. It should. I should be getting more help from my own. I got. I mean, we feel you. I, I, we understand that deeply. Felt Eric. Start with the book. Start with the audio book. Whatever. Start with yeah. whatever. Look, this twenty dollars. Like you go. You can help me just by spending twenty dollars. That's why when they was like, "E, we gonna send you the book." Don't send me no book. Mm-hmm. I'm about lots of books. I got women in my church that read mm-hmm. and need to read and need to read that. And I need to help you. I need to help you. You feel what I'm saying? So, That's right. um, so yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't want to end the show like that, but nah. she asked me, and it's the I truth table. It, it, so hey, I listen. Look, look, we, we try to we started with the truth, we ended with the truth. That's right. And 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 truth is a form of grace at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, it is. whether it may, whether it makes us jump out of our seat or makes us sit down and weep, it is still truth. And so, I am so grateful that you have that you have given us this time today, and that you have shared so much of your story. And y'all, y'all got to go out and get you owe you, so we can talk about it. So we can talk about it. You owe you. <laughs> yes, because we 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 gonna have lots to talk about. Oh my goodness. Well, we want to thank y'all for taking a seat at the table with us. Let's keep this conversation going. Talk to us about UOU using the hashtag Truth Table. Talk to us on Twitter, Instagram, the Facebook group. And Black women, did y'all know we got a Black women's discipleship group on Facebook? Well, now you know. Make sure to follow Truth Table and make sure you follow and uh, and join, answer the entry questions. Um, Invite your homegirls to join too. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth Table has a Patreon account, so y'all can send your love offerings to patreon.com slash truthstable or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is paypal.me slash truthstable. Truthstable is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. Our video producer is Daryl Bradford. And we have been your hosts, Akemini and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.